You're listening to the Favorite Marriage Podcast, a place where you and your spouse can experience God's favor on your forever. Well, hello, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You might be wondering why in the world is Monty and Janine filming a, filming a podcast on Valentine's Day? Well, we just wanted to do a quick podcast in honor of this day of love. So we thought, why not? Yeah, so here we are. Happy Valentine's Day. And uh, this is going to be pretty cool. We're going to talk a little bit today about intimacy. Right. And um, we all know that intimacy is a very important building block to a marriage. And Mm -hmm. intimacy does bring that sense of connection and Mm -hmm. fosters that love and that closeness between a husband and wife. And so uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. And uh, we just want to say, first of all, that when your intimacy life as a married couple, when it's healthy, when it's vibrant, it really does form a um, just a strong bond of connection between a husband and wife. So let's get really fast through this so we can go on our date. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. By the way, you sure do look handsome. Oh, well, I thank like you. you in pink. You look pretty, pretty as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so this is how we dress today for work, and so uh, yeah, we're we're prepared for our little date night here in just a few minutes. So <laughs> you're going to be hearing this episode maybe tomorrow or the next few days, but we do mm-hmm. want to just share that um, the content we're going to be sharing today is going to be relevant, Absolutely. not just for today, right. obviously, but for. Uh, the entire month of love and, mm-hmm. you know, in general, just your and marriage. Beyond. <laughs> and beyond, yes. Well, let's get started. Let's go. So one of the things that we wanted to share first and foremost is um, we're talking about this idea of the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. in Genesis chapter 2. And when God introduced Adam and Eve to each other, he introduced them to each other in the Garden of Eden. Right. Uh, Garden of Eden is... Is we know it as the Garden of Delight is the translation. And he introduced them together naked. Mm-hmm. Boy, you're talking about an exciting first date. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So and they were both naked and they were unashamed according to Genesis 2, verse 25. Right. That is the important word there. They were naked and unashamed. And we haven't mentioned yet, but we're titling this podcast. Get naked. Let's get naked. Okay, yeah, let's get naked. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it is part of our um, series, Rediscovering. Um, we're rediscovering intimacy, but we thought that would be kind of fun. But this is where this comes in, is yeah. in the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve were naked and unashamed, we are hoping to just instill some ideas and thoughts and maybe some practical tools that you can apply to your marriage so that you can be naked and unashamed yeah. before your spouse in these areas of intimacy that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Being open, being transparent, being naked and unashamed in the areas of intimacy, like we're, we'll talk more about these emotional, mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, experientially, all mm-hmm. those different things. So right. uh, we want to drop those tools in your marriage toolbox mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, before... We move into that. We just also want to remind people what happened in the Garden of Eden, right? Mm. When things got all messed up with sin. Are you talking about when they ate from the tree of knowledge right, of good and evil? Right. And God says, "Don't do it." Yeah, yeah. when when the um, husband, the Adam, right, allowed Eve to eat the the fruit. That part. Okay. All right. So let's go. <laughs> 
I was just trying to shift the blame there, but uh, yeah. yeah, Eve was definitely through the man of the bus, and <laughs> yeah, which Adam did abdicate his responsibility from being the husband to being the leader of his home. So right, yeah, yeah Eve definitely um, was was at fault there. Yeah, she was me. deceived. She was deceived. But anyway, when we read in the story of Genesis, in that story, there is the covering that happens when sin steps in. And that is where I feel like a lot of marriages mm. are at maybe right now. Um, it's it's very unlikely when we meet with marriages, or sorry, when we are coaching marriages and we have couples sitting in front of us that they are uncovered in every area. Would you say that's true? Like yes. every area of intimacy, they can truly say, yeah, we're totally uncovered. A lot of the times when we're talking about like how how naked and unashamed are you in these areas of intimacy, I don't think we've ever had anybody say, yeah, we're totally naked in all five areas. Yeah. So it's it's some it's something that we know marriages need to work on. Yeah. Why it's so important, why we why we're here today. And it's not an easy feat Mm-mm. to get to all those levels. No. I mean, we we've been married twenty eight yeah. years and we are still working on developing all of those levels. Yeah. And so we just had um, that conversation the other day where we thought we were as naked as we could be, but we realized we were like, yeah. hmm. Maybe, maybe we're not so. Maybe we got a fig leaf here or there covering up some spots. So it's yeah. always the goal, and mm-hmm. it should be for a husband and wife, to get to a place where they're comfortable, where there's that safe environment between husband and wife where the fig leaves can come off and you stand before each other once again naked and unashamed. Sure, yeah. Let's dive into a couple types of mm-hmm. intimacy that couples can um, dive into and engage in as a relationship. So first one is... Emotional intimacy. Yeah, want to talk about that one? Right. Well, let's let's like like say all of them, and then we'll like come back. So let's there's the emotional, intellectual, physical, which I would say also includes sexual, the yeah. physical, sexual, experiential, yes, intimacy, experiential, and the spiritual intimacy. Spiritual. Yeah, which I think is the most important. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk a little bit about emotional. Okay. So I think first of all. When you look at emotional intimacy, you're looking at a married couple, husband and wife, mm-hmm. um, learning and growing and sharing deep personal emotions with their spouse. Right. Um, this is about uh, your spouse understanding how you feel, where you start sharing your feelings, your judgments, your thoughts. And you kind of go into that deep mm-hmm. level three, four, five conversation where you start revealing your emotions. Um, and this is where you start, you know... Doing this, you share these things with your spouse because you feel like obviously your spouse is a safe place and you can go there and you can start sharing those deep thoughts, those deep feelings. And at the same time, your spouse being a really good listener Mm -hmm. and letting you express those feelings and those emotions. It goes back and forth in order for there to be the emotional intimacy. And we talked about this the other day. There has to be the safe place, not only safe for the person who's like expressing the emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, But you have to be safe for the other person listening so that they can have that opportunity to share back. Because if you're so like out of control emotion in your, um, you're unable to contain your emotion when you're sharing. And I'm talking about like the yelling and the screaming or you're going to close up the other spouse. The other spouse is going to shut down. They're going to feel like, 
Um, yeah, I'm not saying anything because that's <laughs> that just might tip them over the edge, you yeah. know, kind of um, being that safe place, being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't be vulnerable with your spouse, then there needs to be some deep prayer, and, like praying and yeah. inviting other people to, to help you get to a place where maybe you get that coaching and helping them get to a place where they're able to share on their own. And I think one of the things that we've learned um, just in the last few years is learning how to identify your feeling and your emotion in marriage, in our relationship, mm-hmm. and then being able to talk it out. Like, I'm feeling upset, and this mm-hmm. is the reason why. I'm feeling angry about this situation, and here's why. Mm. I'm feeling sad about this, here's why. I'm feeling happy about this, and being able to express that. But being able to name your emotion, and then being able to articulate it to your spouse, with knowing that yourself, your spouse is a safe place to communicate that emotion, right? right? I love that you said the I am statements. We... Recently, just learned um, how to do some of these, like like the process of that in the um, the actual Bible study we're doing now with our marriage group on Wednesdays. Yeah. They actually laid out a list of emotions because I didn't even realize there were you know like looking at some of the emotions that they had listed. It's like oh wow, I I can relate with that emotion because couples really have a hard time saying. Mm-hmm. how they really are feeling. And so that exercise, what it did is it helped couples to identify. Maybe they couldn't come up with it in their own own mind, in their own words, how they're feeling. But when they had that list of all these different types of emotions, it was so much easier for them to express that using yeah. the I am right. feeling statements. Yeah. And it was a really good exercise. And I think it was very effective. It was good because you were able to put a, a name Mm-hmm. to a feeling mm-hmm. and help them express it even more. Because yeah, yeah. it's not always that easy. No. Second one, yeah, yeah. intellectual intimacy. Mm-hmm. What do you think that one would look like or in our context? Yeah, um, intellectual where you're learning together. Right. Doing Bible studies together. I think that kind of lead into spiritual intimacy, but any yeah. type of intellect that you and your, um, your spouse can grow in. Mm-hmm. Remember when we took class together? That was fun. A uh, college class. Oh, yeah. A couple of them. Yeah. The professor accused Monty of cheating off of me. Well, in our class, I wanted to draw you. <laughs> Not really. No. Whoa. <laughs> I just meant Titanic on us. Yeah. yeah, you did. We were actually drawing fruits, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Back into the garden. Yeah. But um, our computer class, our... Our um, little instructor yeah. <laughs> came and accused you. But yeah. anyway, so that was a really fun, intimate time that we actually still laugh about. Yeah. And also like sharing deep thoughts and maybe even ideologies and even theological conversations, mm. right? But just yeah. really engaging in a, in an intimate way when the intellectual mind is stimulated. And that can look like in so many different ways, but um, yeah. that's another one that you can really engage in as a couple is that right. intellectual intimacy. And I just want to mention too, um, it is really important on this level when we're um, doing the, the binding of minds, sure. I guess for lack of a better word, that there is a respect of opinions, you know, because everything that we talk about, you might not agree with, you know, like something that 
I learned and you know, I don't know. There's just there has to be that respect of opinions. Like yeah. you're not gonna always be the right one. Sure. Um, when you're learning about certain topics. Yeah. I think getting curious about what your spouse is talking about. Like maybe I might not totally agree with what you're saying or vice versa, mm-hmm. but if I can put on uh, a listening ear and get curious about what you're talking about mm-hmm. and not judgmental. Right. Because when you have that curious mindset, you learn, you grow, yeah. and you're willing to dive deeper into that conversation. Yeah. And we had that conversation this morning about your work, something I was curious about. And at first I was just like, hmm, I don't know about that. And then as you explained and you um, made, you know, just some of the things that I might not have been clear about. I was able to, able to at least understand where you were coming from. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. We, we almost got to get on our date here. So okay. physical intimacies, physical slash sexual, right? Right. It's going to fall in that category. Yeah. But we want to make sure that you know that it is not just sexual. Yeah. Yeah. So physical, sexual intimacy. What are some of those? I so I'm, I'm thinking like non-sexual touching. Mm-hmm. Right, it could be hugging. It could be kissing. It could be anything non-sexual where you're displaying a physical intimacy to one another, and mm-hmm. it might even have a little, maybe a little bit of flirty sexuality to it. You know, right. like an extended kiss or a delicious kiss mm-hmm. or um, a touch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not to where you engage in the actual act of sex. Right. The intimacy part is the important part that we want to point out yeah. here. Because you can hug your children, your parents, grandparents, and uncle, you know, give them a kiss on the cheek. All of that is physical touch. But the intimacy part comes when there is, um, when it happens often, Mm -hmm. right? And with a motive, wouldn't you say? Sure. Like, where where does physical touch cross over into physical intimacy between a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. Like, where's that line at? Yeah. I think it's going to be different for every person. You know, the line might be a little bit quicker and faster for a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the guy might like not know where the line is. He might, you know, be, yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I mean is just like the intimate part of holding hands where I, I love to hold my, my children's hands and, I love it like yeah, when okay. we're sitting in church and Janice reaches over and just, just holds our hands. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's so precious. But that is so much different when we hold hands, yeah. right? So intimacy comes when I believe when there's the the, the quantity is sure. often, yeah. right? So there's just something about, you know, always holding hands and that's just, that's our thing we do um, yeah. when we're at the store or wherever we hold hands. But it's also, like we said, the motive, the yeah. motive of the heart. And the context of the relationship. So your relationship with Janissa is a mother-daughter relationship, mm-hmm. context of relationship you and I, it's husband and wife. So you have to look at the context of how that intimacy is yeah. is revealed as well. Right. And if you're out there and you're thinking, well, me and my, hu- my husband or my, me and my wife, we, we hug all the time or kiss all the time, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't feel like intimate, that's where I'm... Talking about like there's maybe some fig leaves. Maybe there's some things you guys need to talk about. Some um, you're not naked before each other. There's some some conversation that needs to happen in order for us to get past like this um, a relationship mm-hmm. to the intimate 
husband and wife relationship. Okay. Does that make sense? I'm just, I'm like, like it needs to go deeper. Like yeah. there's that, that yeah. into me see, yeah. right? Like the, so into me see, like you seeing into me, you're able to see, see into. So removing those fig leaves, yeah. removing those yeah. barriers so that there can be a true exactly. intimacy moment. That's what I was getting. Okay. All right. We kind Hope of circled the that. airport on that one, but I think yeah, we got the but plane. But I felt <laughs> like it was so important to yeah. make sure we got through on that one. Yeah. <laughs> so driving back to the importance of se- uh, physical intimacy slash sexual intimacy, mm-hmm. we don't really have to explain if you're a married couple, like what sexual intimacy is. Do you, you kind of know exactly what that is, especially if you have children, but we definitely want you to continue to grow yes. in that understanding and experience of intimacy yes. in, in itself, the act of it. That can, you can grow in that till death do us part, yeah. right? That's definitely an area you just don't want to stop growing in. Yeah. That's another episode, though. <laughs> Are we on the last one? Yeah. Um, spiritual intimacy. Love it. So it, this is a good one because I think for us, um, for married couples, especially for couples who are people of faith, who mm-hmm. have who have Christ as the Lord of their life, which are that's our marriage, it's our relationship. We have a Christ-centered marriage, a Christian-centered marriage. And mm-hmm. um, so it's a couple learning. It's us learning. Mm-hmm how to find different avenues and ways where we can pursue the Lord together. Yes. And so some of the ways that we've we've learned in our own journey of pursuing the Lord together has been praying together. We've grown and we're still yeah. growing yeah. in that area. I tell you what, I really do love, we do really love those moments in the morning. We get up early and um, we get on our knees together and um, we talk to the Lord together. And I pray for Janine. Janine prays for me. We pray for our children. We pray for our day. We pray mm-hmm. for every everything. We pray for the podcast. We pray mm-hmm. for everything. But those are very spiritual, yes. intimate moments where we get to pray with each other. And the cool thing about that is I get to hear your heart for God, mm-hmm. and you get to hear my heart for God yeah. as I talk to Him. That's the intimacy yeah. part. There's There's no other person that knows me like you when it comes to my walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. And that is special. And that is something that we would love to encourage husbands and wives to grow in that area. It's hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not yeah. an easy task. You have to find time. You know, your your time might not be the morning. Yeah. Your time might be at night when you when you hit the pillow. And it might just be certain times of the week, sure. depending on schedules, um, you just got to make it work because it is a beautiful thing when we're able to come together. Mm-hmm. There's that spiritual synergy yeah. that happens when a husband and wife can pray together and worship together. I yeah. love worshiping yes. with you, especially when yeah. we're in church and um, you kind of surprise me and grab my hand and we, we just lift our hands together. It's it's powerful. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that God looks down and smiles at a couple when they're worshiping him together because it's his image of mm-hmm. Jesus in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think another good way for a couple to engage in spiritual intimacy is talking to each other about like, what is the Lord doing in your life? Like mm-hmm. having those, I would like to call spiritual conversations. Mm-hmm. So, Hey, Janine, yeah, what is God? <laughs> What is God? What do you feel? What do you sense God is doing in your life right now mm-hmm. as his daughter? Yeah. Right? And then... Or where you're you struggling. Or where... Yeah. 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 We've asked each other those hard questions as 
um, you know, just what is God doing? Sure. Where do you feel like you need prayer? In what areas? Those are important too, those yeah. conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so spiritual conversations and mm-hmm. then and something that we like to do, <laughs> we're doing a few, a few of them right now, but we're doing a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're reading the Bible together in a year. Um, we listen to that. We were doing the 52-week devotional mm-hmm. study. Um, so yeah. we do Bible studies together and we talk about you know spiritual things, about what's the content of that Bible study. And we help each other grow. We sharpen each other as iron sharpens iron. And I sharpen you, you sharpen mm-hmm. me. And we engage in those those deep spiritual conversations based upon whatever we're studying at that yeah. particular time. And I know there's couples out there that are well above like our level of spiritual intimacy. And there's also those of you out there that are thinking, we will never be at that level. And we don't yeah. want you to compare your marriage with our marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want you to take the baby steps you need to take towards this spiritual intimacy that we're talking about. And really there is no magic formula for Mm -hmm. spiritual intimacy. We really encourage, and many of you know who hear us on our podcast, that we always defer to you as the husband and wife to, for you to get creative Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and think about how this would look for you as a married couples, because our journey is not your journey. Your journey is not our journey. And so we want to always encourage you as a married couple, you figure out what works best for you. Mm -hmm. What works best for us might be praying together, Bible study, worship, church. But for you, it might be just taking a walk and admiring nature together and just thinking about the beauty of God um, and talking about that. So there's so many different creative ways and there's not one box or one type of how to attain spiritual intimacy. And there's a lot of tools. Like there's the tools that we have. Like he mentioned, we have a book that is a 52-week. It is a once-a-week Bible study. Mm-hmm. That is what, two to three pages, yep. if that. has Easy. a reflection question. Yeah, and we just, I think it's just nice for us to have something that is a weekly thing. Because our Wednesday night Bible study, um, we do that with a whole group, and that's through video. Um, so if, you're, if you have um, a church... Or if you don't have a church, we'd love to have you over at Restoration Church. Um, if we, you're in Colorado Springs. Area. Right, right. If you're yeah. in Colorado <laughs> Springs. Um, but finding a church that has a marriage ministry or Bible study or a small group, um, locking into something like that. Sure. Um, but so many tools out there. I mean, just at your fingertips, um, apps on your phone that you can you can sequence. Um, is that the right word? Sequence? Sync up with? Sync up with. Yeah. <laughs> That you can sync with each other so that you can do them together. Um, so yeah, just so many tools. Yeah. So there's no excuse to try something. Yeah. Yeah. And if you need any help or any advice, just um, send, us an, send us an email, reach out to us at um, uh, thefavoritemarriage.com. You can reach us there and then we'll be happy to send you some information um, to promote that. So yeah. not just the spiritual intimacy, but all the different areas of intimacy. Yeah. And I know we skipped over experiential um, intimacy, but I think that that says enough for itself. It's yeah. having those uh, experiences that mm. are, are deep and meaningful. Sure. Um, it, could be, it could happen in crisis or not. It could mm-hmm. be a birth of a child, but uh, having a lot of those experiences. And if you can say, like, I really haven't had too many experiences with my spouse, make some experiences, make yeah. some, some things happen, some deep emotional 
mental, physical. So it's kind of like all of them in, in, together, but it's basically experiencing life together mm-hmm. at, yeah. a, at a high level. Yeah. It creates intimacy. Love it. Sounds good. Take time. Take time. No, date time. Date time. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna head on out on our Valentine's Day date, um, but we just want to say thank you for tuning in once again to the mm-hmm. Favorite Marriage Podcast, and um, hopefully this uh, podcast, this episode will will give you some ideas of how you as a married couple can rediscover intimacy. So we encourage you, Valentine's Day or whenever you listen to this, go out and let's get naked, naked and not ashamed. I'm talking biblically. <laughs> All right. Hey, you guys, as always, we all, we pray that God's favor would be upon your... <laughs> hey, let's try that again. Yeah, let's try that <laughs> one again. How about you start it this yeah. time? Yeah, and like always, we pray that you would experience God's favor on your forever. Thanks for listening to The Favorite Marriage, where you and your spouse can experience God's favor on your forever. If you enjoyed this resource, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. We'll see you next time on the Favorite Marriage Podcast.